This is Reverend Joseph Caesar, and welcome to the Good News Program. I am truly blessed and honored to be called by God to be his servant to spread the good news of salvation to you all. You have done the right thing. Don't change the channel. You are not here by chance, but by divine guidance. Well, Happy New Year to all my radio friends in Radio Land. This is Reverend Joseph E. Caesar bringing you the good news of salvation. I am going to be talking about Job, a servant of God. I pray that you listen and you understand the message. Job, the servant of God. Well, about the book of Job, the book of Job tells the story of a man called Job. Job was a good man. Job trusted God. But Job had Terrible, terrible troubles. The devil caused Job's troubles. Job did not know this fact. So Job thought that God caused the problems. In fact, God did not cause Job's problems. God merely permitted Job to suffer. Still, Job trusted God. And Job refused to insult God. In Job chapter 2 verse 9 to 10. Job's friends tried to help Job, but their advice was wrong. They did not think that God would allow an innocent person to suffer. So they thought that Job was guilty. They guessed that Job had done many wicked things. And so Job argued with them. He explained that he was innocent. And you find that in Job 31, 1 to 40, Job thought that God should help him. But Job was still suffering. So Job supposed that God was unfair. But this idea was wrong. Nobody, nobody, I say, should accuse God. God is always fair. God was kind to Job. Even when Job was suffering, God taught Job many things. 
Job learned that death is not the end of everything. Job discovered that God would rescue him. And Job knew that God is wonderful. He knew that God was wonderful. You find that in the book of Job, chapter 26, verse 5 to 14. Then a man called Elihu spoke. Elihu was wiser than Job's other friends. He was much wiser than them. Elihu told Job not to accuse God. And Elihu was angry that the other friends had been cruel to Job. Then, a storm approached the men. And the men heard God's voice. God reminded the men that he is very great. He told them about the world, the stars, and the seas. He described many strange animals. In Job chapter 39, chapter 41, and God explained that he, he created all these things so nobody should accuse God. Nobody should say, that God is not fair. Instead, we must respect God and we must be humble. Then Job was sorry that he had said the wrong things. About God opened his big mouth and Job's friends were sorry too. They asked Job to pray for them. And God forgive them all. In Job chapter 42. Read it right there. After Job prayed for his friends. God made Job successful again. A good man called Job. That's in chapter 1, a good man called Job. A man called Job lived in a country called us. This man was good and honest. Job respected God and Job refused to do evil deeds. Job had Seven sons and three daughters. You can read it in verse 3. 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 pairs of oxen. Oxen which look like cows. 500 donkeys, small horses, and many servants. Job was the greatest man in the East. Job's son used to hold birthdays, parties in their houses. 
they would eat and drink together with their three sisters. Afterwards, Job prayed for them at dawn. He took one animal for each child. He killed the animals. Then he burned the animals as a gift to God. Job did this because he was worried about his children. He said, perhaps my children did something wrong. Perhaps my children did something evil. Perhaps they insulted God. So Job did these things often. Job, he was a successful man. He was a rich man. And he was important. Everybody respected Job. Because Job was wealthy. Job did deserve honor. But not because of his wealth. Job deserved honor because he respected God. God always tried to do the right things. And Job refused to do evil things. Job did not pretend that he was perfect. Everybody does some evil deeds sometimes. In Romans 3.23, this is why Jesus died for us. Romans 3.24-25, Jesus suffered the punishment for our evil deeds. We should invite God into our lives. Nobody on earth is perfect. But if we trust God, God will make us perfect in heaven. In 1 Corinthians 13.12, you find all these things there. Job did trust God. Job was sincere. Job's attitude in, 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 in Job 31 proved this. Even God spoke well about Job. In verse 8. In Ezekiel chapter 14 verse 14. God mentions Job. God also mentions Noah and Daniel in the passage here. God explains that the people in some countries are very wicked. God will punish these people severely. Even a good man like Job could not save such people. And even Noah and Daniel could not help them. This passage in Ezekiel shows us that God really considered Job a good man. Job was unhappy about the behavior of his children. 
Job wanted his children to respect God. Job wanted them to help poor people. Job children preferred to hold parties. They were greedy. They drank plenty of wine. They did not think that Job's religion was important. Later, in Job chapter 8 verse 4, Bildad said that Job's children were evil. Job agreed with Bildad. And you can find that in Job chapter 9 verse 2. And you go down to verse 5. Job prayed for his children before Jesus died. Holy people often killed animals as a gift to God. The Bible taught the people to do this. Leviticus chapters 1 to 7. The people knew that an animal cannot take the punishment for our evil deeds. Psalms 51 verse 16. They knew that only God can forgive us. Psalms 51 17. But the death of an animal reminded them that evil deeds are serious matters. And this tradition taught them that Jesus would die for us. And die for us all. Check it out in Genesis chapter 22 verse 8 and John chapter 1 29. Job was afraid that his children would insult God. This would be terrible because he must always respect God. God created us and God is our judge. In fact, the author of the book of Job did not even want to write the words insult God. In the language called Hebrew, he wrote the words Praise God. He did not mean praise because of course we should praise God. But he, he, the, the thought of the author make it sure knew that his readers would be able to work out the meaning of the words. Yeah. Let's, let's go down to the accuser. The accuser who called, which is called Satan. In verse 6, on one particular day, the angels, servants of God, gathered in heaven to see God. And the accuser called Satan was also there. God said to Satan, Where did you come from? Satan replied to God, I have traveled across the the world. I have been to many places. God said to Satan, I have a servant called Job. Nobody else in the world is like Job. Job is good and honest. He respects God. 
and Job refuses to do evil. When God God looked down and he said, He is honest. Yeah. Yes. Satan replied to God, Job respects you because you help him. It's in verse 10. You are his God. You protect him as if a, a hedge surrounds him. You protect his family. You protect all his possessions. You have helped that man to succeed. Now he is very wealthy. But if you destroy Job's property, then Job will really insult you. So God said to Satan, I permit you to attack everything that belongs to Job, but you may not hurt Job himself. So Satan left God. In verses 6 to 7, now, the book of Job teaches us many things about the devil. The devil's name is Satan. Satan means the accuser. Job's friends did not blame Satan for Job's troubles. Even Job did not blame the devil. Job and his friends thought that God made Job suffer. But they were wrong. God is good. God wants us to have wonderful lives. God is preparing a beautiful home in heaven for his, for his people. You can find that in John 14, 1 to 3. Revelation chapter 21. The book of Job explains that Satan accused Job's troubles. And Job, he caused Job's troubles. Many Christians think that Satan was once an angel, a servant of God. Satan thought that he would be as great as God. Other angels joined Satan. These evil angels are called evil spirits. Satan caused the troubles in the world today. God created a beautiful world. In Genesis chapter 2 verse 8, read it. But Satan used a snake to test the first people in Genesis. Oh, man. Satan caused the people to t- try to test God. And, and as they continued to go on, they went on and on and on They went on and on, and if you find it in the in the in the book of Job, it stands by when it stands by itself, connected. Look, it is not easy when a man is being being 
rated by God, honored by God, and respected by God. Somebody, I have to always comment and say something about that person. It happened to me too. It happened to me in my, in my jobs. Yes, it happened to me on my jobs. All right, somebody's trying to get me, however. And let's go to Job chapter 10. Let's go to Job chapter 10. Job owns here that he was full of confusion. And as he was so, was his discourses. He knew not what this to say. And perhaps sometimes scarcely knew what he said, what he had said. In the chapter, he complains of the hardships he was undergoing and then comfort himself with this, that he was in the heart of the God, hand of God that made him and explains that his companion again of the severity of God dealing with him and then complains, comforts himself with this, that death would put an end to his troubles. Here is a passionate resolution to, 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 to resist in the complaint, being daunted with the, the, the dread of God's mastery so that he could not please plead his cause with him. He resolved to give himself some ease to give vent to his resentment. He begins with vehement language. My soul is weary of my life, weary of this body, and impatient to get clear of it, falling out with life and displeased as it sick of it and longing for death to come to take charge of his life through the weakness of grace. He went contrary to the dictates even of nature itself. He would act more like men did. We act more like saints. Faith and patience would keep up and keep us from every little thing that we're going through and weary our lives and cruel to them as some had. And so when we're going through all this situation, situation upon situation, logs in upon situation. And sometimes we don't even know what to do. A humble petition to God, he will speak. But the first words would be a prayer. And as 
I am willing to understand it is good a good prayer that he might be delivered from the sting of his affliction. And as I come to the end, I come to the end of this message in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I come to the end of this message through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.